Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot of people are like, Simon, you must be crazy. You have... You have four, four, four and a half, five million dollars worth of properties and all this loan. It must be a big burden. And I just see it as, look, I mean, I've got, as long as I keep these properties rented, you know, there's, there's really, I mean, there's risk in investing in property, any property, but the risk is, is minimised as long as I keep these properties rented and the cash flow is coming in. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors. Find out more about their stories, mindset and strategy. I'm Tyron Shum and in this episode on Property Investory, we continue the conversation with Simon Liu, Director of Buyers Agency House Finder. We'll uncover the nuts and bolts of his property investing strategy which has allowed him to build a portfolio worth over $4.5 million with over $1.7 million in equity. Initially, what held him back from investing into property? Probably blocking out a lot of the, the, the white noise around me. Um, look, in Australia, everyone is, an, is a property expert. Um, you're going to get a lot of opinions on what to buy, where to buy, you know, different strategies and, you know, different ways of like just across the spectrum, you're going to get a lot of people telling you how you should invest. Um, and a lot of that is going to come from people that are closest to you. So people like your family, your friends, um, your mum and your dad, all that kind of stuff. Now, that can have a big influence on you. And um, especially when you first start and you kind of you know don't know what you're doing, not really sure of what you're doing yourself, it's very easy to be led down a certain path. So that was a bit of a, I guess... I wouldn't say it was a huge challenge, but it was obviously something that I was conscious of, and 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 obviously, you know, part of the maybe part of the reason that I bought some of the earlier properties that I did buy was because of of that um that kind of white noise uh, around me. Um, the other thing that was probably a little bit uh, a little bit of a challenge for me was just really saving that first deposit. Um, yeah, and you know, as a as someone who's quite young, obviously you're, you're influenced by a lot of things like travel and cars and, you know, living the life as a young person should live, going out, you know, Saturday, Friday nights, whatever it is. Um, and just sort of keeping your keeping your focus, you know, on on saving that deposit and 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 maintaining discipline um, was uh, was probably just a you know, back then it was it was a bit of a a big step. Do you remember roughly how much you had to save up to get your first investment property? From memory, I think it was around about sixty, seventy thousand dollars. Wow, that's um, awesome! To, like be, that. to be able to save up that much money at that age, that is. Yeah. Well, look, as I said um, uh, previously, I, I was never that good at at, uh, at, at academics, so I, I started working just whether whether it was part time jobs or 
or, or you know, the sales jobs that I've been through um, pretty much as soon as I finished high school. Um, and I, I, from memory, I actually worked through high school as well. But, um, but yeah, look, I, I was actually, I've always been quite good with my money. Like I don't, you know, I don't really spend on, uh, on, on, on too much, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't spend more than I, I earn or anything like that. Um, so it was a gradual process that I saved up the deposit. But I guess when you, when you buy the first property and you've spent years saving up a de- deposit and to let that go, I guess that's a bit of a, men- uh, or was a bit of a mental barrier as well. So just obviously being able to, to take that action and just have faith that you're, you're, you're buying the right property because, you know, after saving that hard and to let that deposit go is, is, is a, it, what is actually a big step mentally as well. Lou utilized several different resources when learning about property investing, including helpful online forums. In this day and age, you know, it's so easy to get resources. Even back then, you know, you jump jump online. I used online forums a lot, um, online property forums. Back then, there was one called uh, a Summersoft that I would frequent, um, you know, every single day, just reading up on what, you know, other, other investors or successful investors were doing, what they weren't doing. Um, I asked a lot of questions myself, um, and it's it's interesting how when you when you actually ask for help, you know how how generous some people are in in actually, you know, helping you without a vested interest. Um, and I guess I, I just I just use that to my, you know, to to my advantage as much as possible. Um, you know, I read certain books obviously about property investment, different types of strategy. And at the end of the day, you just have to make a make an educated decision on on what works best for you, um, and you know just take action accordingly. Because it's uh, look, I can guarantee, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Like that's a hundred percent given. There's no such thing as the perfect property, and there's no such thing as getting it right every single time. Um, so not being afraid to, to take that step is, is super important, whether you've, you know, spent five years analyzing the entire property market and, you know, having a million mentors, um, or whether you're just going nose diving, you know, jumping into the deep ends, which I don't advise by the way, you know, every couple of months in your area, wherever you're at in Australia. So it's always good to just actually attend these meetups. I mean, they're free, um, you know, and you just meet a whole bunch of people. You meet people that are starting out in their investment journey. You've met, you'll meet people that are way, you know, really experienced into their investment journey already, and and are at a stage in life where you want to go um, as a beginner. So just talking to everyone, getting different perspectives, like it's it's in, invaluable. It's an invaluable and it's free resource that you can just um, just just anyone can do, I guess. So, what's the best advice he has ever received to keep his game face on and stick to his strategy? Probably the main thing for me is to to just be just remain unemotional um, when you're investing in property, and that can work both ways. It's not just about being unemotional, you know, in terms of choosing what properties to buy, but remaining unemotional in terms of you know if because owning properties can have a lot of pitfalls. Like there's a lot of, you know, sometimes when you own a property, you might come across a lot of maintenance issues. Um, you'll come across a lot of surprises. Um, you'll come across a lot of, 
you know, tenancy issues, vacancies, you know, people, like there's a lot of things that can affect you mentally. And like, it's, it, it's just so easy when these things happen to just say, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to sell or I'm not going to buy any more properties. But when you obviously take 10 steps back and look at, you know, the property journey as a whole and even the ownership of a property as a whole, a lot of these issues is is just a drop in the ocean in terms of the, the whole ownership journey. Um, you know, it sucks when things happen at the time and they will happen, but it's really important just to remain unemotional and just to stick to your strategy, stick to your goals and just power on and power through it. Um, I think that's probably one of the best, whether I've, I don't know if someone told me this, I'm sure someone has at some stage, um, but it's probably one of the things that I um, I would, uh, yeah, just uh, a, a bit of advice that, that I keep have to keep reminding myself at times as well. That is really good because it's so easy to get caught up in property and become emotional about it, especially if you're buying your home. You know, if you buy your home, there's a lot of emotion attached to it. But as an investor, we know that numbers is probably the key and, and obviously looking at um, the, the environment too and remaining unemotional and just looking at from the, the figures and the, the stats to be able to give us a good. Delving into the foundations of Lou's strategy, he also shares with us how much his portfolio of 12 properties is currently worth on the market. You're probably looking at around about the $4.5 million. The strategy is um, is for me has always been about buying properties that are below market value and buying properties that have positive cash flow. Um, that's the bare basic fundamentals of anything that I purchase. Um, if you do it that way, it enables you to do two things. It enables you to keep purchasing properties. If you're earning, unless you're like a earning, you know, half a million dollars a year um, in your salary, then leverage or getting money from the banks is the most important thing for you as an investor. So you have to buy properties that um, is conducive to, you know, banks being able to look at you as a whole and say, yep, you know, we're happy to give you more money. We're happy to, um, you know, give you more borrowing so you can buy your next property. So having cash flow is paramount to that equation. Um, you know, if you're earning you know, $70,000 a year and, you know, you've got two or three properties that are costing you three, $400 a year already, then the bank may be a little bit reluctant on top of all your living expenses and, and, and all that kind of stuff to look, to say, look, you know, I think you're a bit too risky. Um, so having cash flow is super important. Lou says that it is possible to purchase a property price at well below the market value. Sometimes it happens when someone needs to sell their property urgently. The below market value thing is is something that gets argued a lot because there are people out there that don't believe in in properties that are below market value um, because a lot of people argue that you know whatever you're buying is what the what the market value is at but there are a lot of circumstances that you know can enable you to actually buy properties below the current market value so. If we're talking like a three-bedroom, one bathroom, one garage house in a particular suburb, um, and let's say it's worth, you know, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and it it might be a distressed property, so it might be like the result of a separation or a divorce, or it might be like a power of attorney thing where the parents have 
passed away and the kids they you know they don't really care about the value they just want to get the money out of it as soon as possible um or someone moving overseas like there's a lot of reasons why people need to sell properties urgently um so that's when people like me you know for myself and as a buyer's agent i get i get exposed to a lot of these types of deals and i that's where i sort of come in and and you know depending on the price i i sort of do my own research you know based on the last three months of what's sold in the same suburb in the surrounding streets that are of a three bedroom one bathroom one garage nature and if i can pick up the property for say i don't know 310 320 then you know that's then you know that you're below market value you're you're getting a you're probably getting a decent deal if there's not too much issues with the house and you have to be like for like you can't be you know emotional about it um you just got to look at it as as it is and what the comparables are so in doing that like coupling that below market value elements and obviously the cash flow element as well i mean in a couple months time it's when you go back to the bank and and you know they do a new valuation on your portfolio they might go back to your property and say okay cool this house is actually really worth $350,000 so with that 30 grand 20 or 30 grand or 40 grand difference like you're you're not going to get all that money out but let's say for example you manage to pull $20,000 out of that equity you know coupled with another $20,000 that you saved up you know over the past 6 months or 12 months then that will enable you to buy your next property and the cash flow balance as you're accruing these properties will ensure that your portfolio as a whole isn't impacting on on you isn't costing you any money to hold these properties um and it's a bit of a balancing act as you go along you know you're just buying properties um you know of that nature with the fundamentals in place and it enables you to grow a portfolio much quicker Coming up after the break, we'll continue the conversation about how Lou managed to leapfrog from two properties to the 12 properties. With more as well, there's, there's, there's a bit of a, a safety in numbers element as well when you're owning a lot of properties. Learn how Lou built his portfolio. To hold those properties, once again, cash flow is super important. Otherwise, you know, there's no way you're going to be able to hold it for five, six, seven, eight years. And that's next. I'm Tyron Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Western Australia is tipped to be the next property hotspot. If you're looking to invest and build in WA, take advantage of the affordable land market and record build times with Plunkett Homes. Visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build to find out why they are WA's most established home builder. With over 150 years of experience, Plunkett Homes helps you develop turnkey homes across WA. To get your fixed price demolition or site works and to maximize profits and minimize time, Visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build. And now back to the show. So, how did Lou manage to leapfrog from two properties to the 12 properties he has accumulated in his portfolio? The more disciplined you are and the more you stick to the strategy, the quicker you're going to grow. And look, a lot of people are like, Simon, you must be crazy. You have... You have um, you know, four, four, four and a half, five million dollars worth of properties and all this loan, um, you know, 
you, you must be it must be a big burden and i just see it as look i mean i've got as long as i keep these properties rel- rented um you know there's there's really the risk is really not i mean there's risk in investing in property any property but the risk is is minimized as long as i keep these properties rented and the cash flow is coming in um and you know with with more as well there's 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 a bit of a a safety in numbers element as well when you're owning a lot of properties um and each of them is giving you a bit of cash flow um even if you've got a couple of properties that are that are um that are struggling per se um you've got a whole bunch of other properties that can obviously lend it a, a helping hand and look you know if you have 10 20 properties and even if the market grows just five or ten percent you know if you're exposed to more more value of properties you're going to make more capital gains even if there's just a small increment of growth um so i think that element is 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 quite important as well to to accrue a large quantity or, or large net value of properties this in turn has created a substantial amount of equity for him it was 1.5 to 1.7 i think maybe 2 years ago so it's probably more around the 2 mark now um some of the properties that i've had has has grown uh quite a bit over the past 2 years um so but yeah look i mean it just it just sort of cements what i meant when i say you know having a large net value of properties you know even the slightest bit of growth in an area or in a market and if you're exposed to enough properties or enough value of properties it doesn't actually take that much growth for you to actually make some real money out of it um but to hold those properties once again cash flow is super important otherwise you know there's no way you're going to be able to hold it for five six seven eight years um you know a lot of things can change in that time you might change jobs you might lose your job you might come under financial strain yourself personally in other areas of your life um so that's where cash flow just sort of lets you have these properties just sitting in the background um waiting and watching it grow and look even if it had even if there was a small downturn during the ownership of that property you know again as long as you keep them rented it's not um it's not going to have too much of an impact on your on your on your on your lifestyle you're not going to have to make any too drastic too much drastic um, decisions i guess the time lapse between the accumulation of his investment properties varied however he learned that it was vital to remind himself of his goals and to continue applying his strategy i actually haven't bought a property for quite a while um so it's probably been uh, about one one year or one and a half years before I, I I bought my since I bought my last property, um, but during the accumulation stage, like it, it varies. Like there were there were times when I bought, you know, two or three properties within a few months, um, and there were times where I didn't buy a property for eight nine months. Um, it's just really hard to say, and it, it's like when you're going through when you're actually accumulating properties, there's a lot of moving parts as to you know whether you can buy your next one or whether you want to buy your next one um a lot of it comes down to your finances a lot of come of it comes down to the market conditions um it also comes down to you personally as well um again coming back to being unemotional if you're if you're if you're say your own say your own five properties and two or three of them are are, are going through some you know large maintenance issues or 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 some kind of vacancy issues um again it can deter you 
you know, for your attitude wise um, to, to not sort of progress. And, and then there might be a bit of a gap before you sort of, okay, click in your brain, you know, that was really nothing time to move on. Um, so, but yeah, look, I mean, the most important thing I guess I can say from that is just to, you know, stick to the goal, um, you know, stick to your strategy. What did you start off trying to achieve? Um, you know, what are you trying to achieve now? And just look at your situation, look at everything you have now and, and, and see what you can do right now to get you one step closer to your goal. Um, but, you know, and, and, it, and it'll, it, it'll vary. Like you can't say, you know, I'm going to buy one property every, every single month for the next three years. Um, sometimes, you know, if, if, uh, if there's a change in lending policy, you might not be able to buy property for, for, for several months. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts that, that will dictate, you know, how aggressive or how you invest as well. There are certain personal habits which have contributed to lose success throughout his property investing journey, such as effective money management. I'm always looking at property, you know, in my spare time, um, you know, whenever I've got a moment, I'm checking out, uh, you know, realestate.com.au. Um, I'm always focused on my goals as well. So, you know, always thinking about, okay, what am I trying to achieve here? How am I, how am I, you know, what am I doing today or right now to, to get me, you know, a tiny, tiny step closer? Um, and another goal, uh, another, uh, sorry, habits uh, is probably just money management. You know, not spending, you know, on stupid things or, you know, excessive spending on 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 things you don't need, um, and just setting money aside, you know, so that you when an opportunity does come up, you're ready to to take action. Um, so you know, having that discipline and and you know your your money saving skills as well, money management management skills is is probably you know a good combination to 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 help you progress. There was one book that Lou could recommend, and this was it. Definitely be a rich dad, poor dad. Um, you know, I think every single serious investor that I've ever met have read that book, um, usually quite early on. Um, and it just instills, you know, that mindset of, you know, what money can achieve and, you know, what money actually is. Um, you know, and, and it just gets your brain start, you know, starts your brain working on, okay, cool you know, it, yeah, just basically sets you on the right path on in terms of in terms of investing that money correctly. If you want to connect with Lou or find out more from his valuable experience, then... Yeah, look, the best thing to, to do is uh, check out my website. Um, it's www.housefinder.net.au. Um, a lot of information um, on my buys agents and, and what I do is is on the on my website. I'm very transparent. Everything's on there. I've even got properties that I've bought recently um, on my website as well. So you can have a look at some of the stuff that I've been buying and a lot of my clients are are buying to to uh, to to achieve their investment goals. Um, but in a sense, yeah, look, I mean, I'm just basically doing or helping others um, achieve financial freedom as I've done myself and just sticking to those fundamentals. You know, I find properties that are below market value. I find properties that have cash flow. Um, and I also like to find properties that, um, that you know, have the ability to, 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 to add value 
um, whether it's a, a minor renovation or you know there could be a potential to to develop that property down the track um, and uh, and yeah that's just a, a service that I provide along with that as well you know part of the journey of of buying properties um, through me as a buyer's agent you know I like to mentor a lot of my clients um, basically get them to a stage where they can actually buy properties themselves you know as silly as it sounds for me running a business you know at the end of the day maybe after two or three properties and you've got the skill set to do it yourself you know there's it's kind of there might not be a reason that you would need to use a buyer's agent even though a lot of my clients still use me because they're time poor but if you know what to look for and you've got got the skill set to do it yourself then you know that's um that's an invaluable skill that you can you can have for the rest of your life Thank you to Simon Liu, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Simon Liu and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, if you haven't subscribed to receive your free property case studies that I only send out exclusively via email, you can text me your email address to 0499881040 to subscribe. These real case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific numbers of their portfolio, their strategies and much more. Simply text me your email address to 0499881040 to get your free case studies. Thanks for listening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.